All right. Welcome to another episode of Teachers and Technology. Today we have a special treat. My good friend Kyle Lyons on the line. Well, I just have to say, it is a pleasure to be here, brother. Thank you. Thank you, Kyle, for taking your time to be today be with us. Hey, why don't we start with, uh, just give us a background. What do you do? And and uh, yeah, just tell us about you a little bit. Hey, I am, uh, my name's Kyle. I grew up in Colorado, went to college in Utah, and then got moved to Idaho by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I teach seminary for them. Teach seminary. Give us a little background on seminary. What do you, you know, if you had to sum that up, what do, what do you do there? And maybe even like what type of students do you have and stuff like that? Okay. So we, well, as a, our purpose is to help youth and young adults understand and rely on the teachings and atonement of Jesus Christ. Oh, you're cutting out, brother. Life oh, there you go. We, we, so, cut, we cut out a little bit. That's all right. Keep going. So we uh, we focus on the scriptures. We teach doctrines and truths as found in the scriptures and words of modern day prophets. Mm-hmm. And the students I have are mostly uh, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Saints. But we do have four students this year or this semester who are not members. Okay. And we welcome anyone who's I mean member non member. We're happy to have anyone. We're just this year we're studying the New Testament. And we're just learning about the Savior. Awesome. So you, so so you're not exclusive per se. You have people who are not of your faith there, as well. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. So as far as your students, demographic wise, um, give us a background of that. What grades? What kind of? Uh, where do you live? There. You know what? What kind of students do you see at, at your location? I I honestly cannot admire my students more. I think that as people and as citizens, they are just incredible. They uh, are grades 9 through 12. Okay. And Eagle High School pulls from Eagle and Star. And so most of my students live in one of those two cities, although we get some, you know, open enrolled from right. you know, other areas also. Okay. Okay. Good little background on that. So you're 9 through 12. So is that 14 through 18 then? Yeah, as far so. as age? Yeah, about that. Cool. Well, I wanted to ask you, in, in terms of your students, uh, what percentage do you think would say uh, have access to or use technology either in your class or on a daily basis? If you had to just guess. In my class? Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's just say in your class. Um, well, given how much I use technology, I would say that 100% of them have access to some sort of technology. Okay. Is that in for, a form of phone, tablet? What do you see? I'm, I'm th- just... Uh, like, you know, we'll watch videos and look, you know, listen to media uh-huh. and uh, use a projector. And But um, I would say 90% have a smartphone okay. with access to the internet. Okay, so you're saying, yeah, majority of your kids have access to smart devices with oh, yeah. internet. Okay. Um, and I guess just to go along with that, uh, what would you... In, sorry, oh. that's in class. In 100% class. 100% of them have access, you know, at somewhere in their lives. Okay. So, okay, good. So as far as that, then what would be, what do you say? So they have access to phones in your class for the most, for the most part. What do you, what what are your guidelines for that? What do you say to them when they come in and they have their phone and what do you, what's your direction for them when they have that device? Um, well, you know, we, we try to help them use the technology appropriately mm-hmm. and, and we want them to know how to study scriptures using technology. And so, um, there are students that, use their phones for scriptures and uh 
they they know that the expectation is that they um, that they stay on the scriptures. Right? Right. It's, just, it's not appropriate to you know send text messages or play, certainly not play games or do anything really anything other than the scriptures. Right. Right. And what, what we're focusing on in class. So most of them, like ninety eight percent of them, also have paper scriptures okay. that they bring. And uh, if I notice a student who is not choosing to use his device or her device appropriately, then I ask them to put it away for good and to exclusively use paper. Okay, so they they know the expectation then, and uh, but oh, you yeah. but you are welcoming for them to use their device when when appropriately used. Oh, of course. Okay, yeah. cool. So in terms of that, then, um, you know, I got an email from you. I, I, had, I had written an email out to kind of get your feedback on technology. Yeah. And yep. and uh, just to review that response from you, you said that technology has helped enhance my students' ability to learn the gospel by providing a variety, providing variety and organization. So could you elaborate maybe on the variety that you're seeing or the organization, what's the structure? What do you, what do you mean by that specifically? And maybe give us a few examples if you, if you can think of some. Absolutely. So, uh, variety that has less to do with their mobile device. Cause again, I mean, it's actually, I mean, it's a pretty small percent that actually use their phone for the scriptures. I, I set up an expectation that they need to use their paper and then students who approach me and ask, Hey, you know, for these reasons, I want to use my phone. Then I'm totally okay with that. Right. The variety has more to do with uh, the way that I teach. Uh huh. A technology gives us access to paintings and photographs, videos, mm. music. It allows me to um, create, set up a learning environment that, uh, and this is kind of leaning into the organization a little bit, but just the way that I use PowerPoint and my whiteboards, I can organize and, and make logical deductions from the scriptures visually mm-hmm. to help you know, add that visual variety also for visual learners who don't read the text and just naturally pull out principles right. the text itself. Right. And so, so just to kind of add to that organization, it just, and that structure, um, it allows me to, for example, if I'm going to have them read a block of scripture and look for, you know, you know, what, what, what did Jesus teach in these verses or you know, something right, like that? Right. One of the things I do in my class, is I, I usually have a slide for that. that will have the scriptures and then the question. And uh, what it allows me to do is when, you know, innovatively almost, you know, two seconds after telling them where to read, I get the student. Hey, hey you're kind of breaking up on us. Hold on one sec. Yeah. Okay, there yeah. you go. We're, me, we're back. Yep. So after a month or two, technology allows me to set up a culture in my class where you know I'll send them in the scriptures, and if they have any questions about what they're looking for or where they should be looking, instead of 10 kids raising their hands, they know just to look up at the screen because uh, I provided that for them. That, right. That structure organization, I'll call it. Right. Uh, classroom to help facilitate a more productive learning environment. Yeah, so some great examples in there, and it sounds like uh, sounds like technology is really helping you as a teacher. Maybe, yeah, even, maybe, no maybe even more so sometimes than the kids. Um, I no, mean, I guess I it's I guess it's kind of collaboration. Because, yeah, what was that? I Are guess it's kind. I guess it's kind of a collaboration, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it's, it's a team effort. Team effort. Okay. So then, as far as students specifically, have you have you seen them get in their phones and enhance the lessons when they're when they're in their phones and, um, 
I mean, I guess in what ways do they maybe bring in other resources or things that maybe wouldn't have been there had they not had the technology? Yeah, so um, first of all, with the phones, they're able to define words very okay. easily just okay. on the, the Scripture to Gospel Library app that we use. Yeah. Uh, secondly, a lot of students who use their phones, and, and these are the students that I allow to use phones in class, are the ones that use their phones to study outside of class. Okay. So a lot of them, because of the way that they use their phones, they have links to other quotes and other scriptures. Right. That, that I can think of a, an example today where a student shared something that she had tagged in the scriptures from you know a study. I don't know how long ago it was, but right. uh, the technology allowed her to contribute to a class in a more meaningful way. Right. Okay. Good. So I guess along those lines, um, <clears throat> what what uh, fun activities do you use or? Is there any games you've uh, found or just anything that would en- engage the learners a little bit more through technology, like specific technology type activities? That, have you have you done that at all? Um, I used Kahoot a couple times. Okay. I haven't actually used it for, I think, a year or two. Okay. Um, just because I something I noticed when I use technology for games is it seems like the students kind of – like to them, a game is less about a learning activity and more about like, okay, I don't have to engage in class anymore. Oh, gotcha. So, so or or maybe maybe the right thing would say engage in the material, you know, because they're probably engaged in the activity, but not in the not in learning. Um, is that no, fair? Like literally, literally, it's like, oh, we're playing a game. I can, you know, get on Instagram. Oh, with my friend, talk about the weekend. Okay, so they're completely off track. Yeah, it just, it just it's just like a mind like they hear game and it's just like a different mindset. And so, right. Um, I I don't and maybe you could uh, define what are some more examples of technology based games that you're thinking. Of? Well, I mean, and it's not necessarily with their device per se, but uh, you know, there's different. You know, you could create Jeopardy games, or you know, like you said, Kahoot, or there's different types of. Uh, you know, just things online that you can create that you can project on your uh, on your whiteboard or. Um, I'm yeah. drawing a blank at this point, but you know, just different activities. I don't know if there's any fun ways that you've found that, uh, of creating some sort of activity that way that might be more engaging. Right. So I don't, I don't know if I call this a game, but today in my lesson, I showed an image of the savior interacting with another person. Okay. And I asked my students to study the image for, you know, 60 seconds or whatever. Right. And, and then I said, this is a still shot. This is a moment in time. I want you Tell me the story of what happened leading up to this Ooh, moment. It, wow. And so that was, that would not have been possible without technology. Right. And, and it was, that was a very engaging thing. I mean, I had kids, you know, um, one kid in particular I'm thinking of who has his head down for, you know, probably most of the class just on a general basis. Right. I, that was, that was the most excited i've seen him about seminary ever i was wow. actually shocked too wow about just how much this this painted art basically engaged right. him and so i don't know if i call that a game but yeah. definitely technology you know engaging students in a more meaningful way right so maybe uh you know i think it's easy for educators and for people in general to, to think of technology as the phones and the video games and the and the apps and the kind of fun things about it, but maybe really it's the use of, you know, like you said, the visuals and the audio visual and, you know, just different resources that can really deepen learning rather than necessarily entertain them. We're, we're helping them to learn deeper. I, I like 
that was like a pretty profound sentence. I feel like they just said. Yeah. And so I need to think about it more, but I think I agree with that one hundred percent. Like just off the bat, like I right. I completely, completely agree with what you just said. Okay. Well, I wanted to just kind of, I wanted to say, you know, some people, some teachers are kind of, you know, of the mindset, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And, uh, you know, some teachers are really afraid of allowing students to use phones or allowing students to use technology in the class. And I guess what would be your, what would be your message to them, to other teachers who might fear um, these things? Well, I think it's, there's a, there's a kind of a delicate balance, I'll call it, where on the one hand, um, you, and gosh, this, this just kind of feels weird to say, but if you are teaching powerfully and in a meaningful way, uh, kids have always had distractions, whether it's, if it's not the phone, it's, you know, two decades ago, it was the mirror and the mascara. Like, I, oh, right. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what it was, but there's always something I can find to be distracted with. Right best the most effective way to deal with you know i'll say a technology issue is, is powerful teaching mm. uh, but it's a it's a, it's a two-edged sword because on the other hand it's it's hard to have a meaningful experience in class if nobody's engaged as learners right so you also need to have high expectations of your students and they need to understand those expectations and also understand why they have those expectations like i think i think uh, and i'm not even going to put myself at this level but i think a masterful teacher is the type of teacher that not only teaches powerfully, but when a student does pull out a phone and the teacher tells them to put it away, that student has perfect knowledge that the only reason that teacher is asking them to do that is because the teacher cares about them mm. and wants the student to have a better experience. Yeah. And so it's not it's not an argument, it's not a battle, it's more of a reminder of why they're there. Yeah. And they're on board with that. Wow, well said. That was really good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, just kind of to wrap this up today, you've, you've mentioned a lot of positives and it sounds like your, your students are having a great experience and their learning is deepening and, and really a lot of positive. Uh, I hate to end, I hate to end on a bad note, but you know, there's always the disadvantage too. There's the both sides of the story. And, uh, with having your guidelines and having your expectations you've talked about, do you still see, do you still see the disadvantages of technology in terms of distractions and, uh, you know, other types of things like that? Yeah, I think, I think just in general, not, this isn't just high schoolers. I, I see this as much amongst adults, it, you know, uh, like you, I'm getting my master's at Boise State right now. And yeah. I see it there and I see it in church settings and um, the the immediate gratification that we receive from a lot of things that technology gives us access to like games and YouTube and you know, just like kind of these, uh, I'll call it like mere entertainment type of things. Yeah. I think, that they, I think that they shorten our attention span a little bit because we get acclimated to just an immediate dopamine release from, you know, flipping a little basketball into a trash can or whatever the heck we're doing right. on the phone. Right. And I think that that's, that's just something that as a culture we're going to have to face and, and work out because I do, I think, I, I mean, I've only been teaching four years, so how can I really say empirically speaking, right? Right. But, um, I, I think that one of the disadvantages of phones is not, it's not even so much in the classroom, but students get acclimated to, you know, immediate gratification and, and forget sometimes that, that learning takes work. It's hard. And right. there's times that learning, uh, I mean, not that it's boring intrinsically, but it's just, it's more boring than 
Temple Run on you know whatever or whatever phone right. game you're and uh, and even though it's it can be boring and hard at first, it's much more rewarding. Right. I mean, and, and I'm not even just talking about the gospel. I'm talking math. I mean, chemistry, physics. You're learning how the world works, right? To understand a physics principle like that is so much more rewarding than getting 50 coins on you know Mario Kart. Right. The heck, right. You know, and and but they forget that I think sometimes because um, they use their phones so much. Some of them. Right. Yeah, that's kind of interesting to think about. You know, how do we get them to see the bigger picture rather than just the here and now? And, uh, you know, the addictive abilities or, you know, the addictive power that those games hold, um, you know, like you said, it releases chemicals in their brain and they kind of go, you know, I love this instant reward and I'm not getting this in math class because I haven't figured out how to do this math problem. So, yeah, a lot of truth in that. Um, would you say, though, overall that in the future and, and kind of in your future as a teacher that you do you think that the benefits of technology are outweighing the, the disadvantage? Absolutely. I think I'd agree with you on that. And uh, I think uh, I think over time we're going to have to learn, you know, it's kind of a- adaptation, right? We yeah. we're in the midst of this changing culture, per se, of, you know, when, yeah. you, when you and I were kids, we had the flip phones and all we could do was text. Um, yeah. but now they've got these, yeah, so good. yeah. Text under my desk. yeah exactly. Texting under yeah, your desk in class word, yeah. <laughs> for sure. It. For sure. So I think over time we'll have to adapt as teachers, but I think in the meantime, you know, I think you and I both are seeing that positive, the positive benefits of them using and having that technology available. So I agree with you on that being positive. So, well, Kyle, anything else you, you want to mention or? talk yes, about well it's been great to have you and i appreciate uh, all your insights and uh it's been valuable to hear your perspective as a teacher so thank you for 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 helping me out no problem so talk to you soon yeah all right well that was my good friend kyle lyons a uh, religious educator for the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints and uh, somebody i highly respect and regard and and just really appreciate his insights and opinions today so With that being said, uh, we'll kind of uh, wrap this show up today, Uh, another episode here of Teachers and Technology, and uh, thank you so much for tuning in.